WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. I'm Tom. And I'm Dodd. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. It's Thanksgiving, the season of giving thanks. And uh, this episode, we're going to share our gratitude for each other. We're going to reminisce about childhood Thanksgivings and find out which Peanuts character we would be. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll give something back. WCSG Backstage, we have covered uh, what we're thankful for uh, numerous times. So this time around, we're going to go around and share why we are thankful for the people in this studio. Yeah. Kathy, why don't you lead us off? I love that I get to start because this is one of my favorite things to do is just show appreciation for other people. And no one gets to steal your answers. And no one can steal my answers. (laughs) I know. This is great. So I'm going to start with Dodd. Dodd, you have a servant's heart, and I just really appreciate that. Also, you have the ability to figure out everything. If there's a problem, (laughs) you can solve it. Um, And also, you have a way of including everyone around here. The other day, um, we didn't have lunch passes to have lunch over at the cafeteria, and you found these little lunch tickets so that we could be included, and I just really appreciate that about you. So, thank you, Dad. So, Tom, I am so thankful for your compassion for other people. I hear it um, as you talk to listeners, and that just really warms my heart, but also just how you have compassion for the individuals that work here. Like, I know that when you say, how you doing, Kathy? Like, you mean it. Mm -hmm. You don't just, it's not just a a rote thing that you say, um, and I appreciate that about you. Yeah, thank you. And Steve, I know the most about you, <laughs> <laughs> so there's just so much I could say. First of all, your support um, as we've moved here, and we've gone through a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, your family has been there for me and my family, and I just really appreciate that about you. And um, your wisdom, sometimes I don't like it, <laughs> the things that you, <laughs> that you share with me, but they're truth, and I can trust you. And I know that God has put you in my life for a reason. And I'm really, really appreciative of your wisdom. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, of course, uh, my favorite thing that I look forward to every single day is your humor. Because <laughs> I feel like laughter is great medicine. And that is another reason why God put us together. Because you make me laugh every single day. And <laughs> that's what I appreciate about you. Mm, thank you. I'll go next. Starting with you, Steve. I've known you for, for a long time. Uh, we yeah. worked together uh, before I was here at WCSG. And uh, I've grown to be really grateful of your humility in the work that you do, um, your, your patience, your kindness with others. Um, you've always been the type to, to let others speak and uh, listen quietly and carefully. Uh, it seems that no matter what your workload is or the obstacles maybe you're facing, you always have time to lend an ear. And uh, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that about you. It's just this gentle quietness and this intentional listening to others problems their hearts and uh you don't necessarily say anything and sometimes that's 
a really good thing, mm-hmm. but when you do say something, it's meaningful mm, and thanks. it's purposeful. So, thanks. yeah, Dodd, I have always been amazed at uh, a your kindness and b your work ethic. Um, it seems when uh, just about any problem arises, you either know how to fix it right right away, or you, you find a way to fix the problem. Uh, you follow through too. It's it's quite a gift as well. Uh, you don't just leave a problem fixed and say that's it. You you take tabs on it. Uh, you make sure it's done. It doesn't arise again. Uh, such attention to details often vital in the work that we do, and uh, that's pretty amazing. And uh, you're the kind of guy that says something and means it. If you say you're going to do something, then then you will. Take and that's a that's a rare uh, trait in people. Uh, Kathy, while I've only known you for a few years, I will say that I've been quite impressed with your ability to rise above. Um, I know we all face stressors, whether work-related or otherwise, but it seems like no matter what you face, you, you stay positive and upbeat. I see you leaning into the joy of life and the solution rather than allowing things to, to overtake you. That's the kind of attitude mm-hmm. that, that just spreads. And I think when others see that joy, um, it gives them joy in their hearts to face maybe the things they're facing. Mm, so, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll go next and talk about uh, the people in this room that I'm thankful for. I'll also say it's a little easier to give out the thanks than to receive them. Does <laughs> yeah, it put yeah, you yeah. in kind of an awkward spot? I yes. uh, appreciate all of you guys and your words. Uh, ladies first, uh, Kathy, I've known your brother, Steve, for a very long time, like 30 years or so. Wow. Uh, in fact, I've known your dad, too, because he used to work at uh, Cornerstone, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Only getting to know you in the last couple of years, uh, you come from a great family. I'm thankful uh, to you for at least two things. One is the obvious care uh, and dedication you have for your immediate family. Uh, I've seen that since I've uh, been getting to know you, your husband and your kids, their needs, their well-being since you moved across the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got a huge heart, and it's a blessing to witness that. Another reason I'm thankful for you is because of your dedication to learning this new craft, right? No doubt. This new ministry of radio, and you've come such a long way in a really relatively short amount of time, and I think that's a great example for others. Your desire to serve the Lord and our listeners with excellence is just really obvious. Mm, So thankful for you. Mm. It'll probably be a little less gushy uh, for you guys. (laughs) uh, That's okay. (laughs) Brother Steve, in the decades that uh, we've known each other, I've been blessed to see your heart for your wife and your kids, too. Uh, to see how God expands that as your family grows with significant others Mm -hmm. and with grandkids. So Mm -hmm. that's something that maybe we're a a little bit jealous of. Um, But (laughs) we'll be getting there, right? Yep. Also thankful for uh, your sense of humor, dry as it is, uh, the creativity that God has blessed you with. Um, many of our listeners might not know that a lot of the things uh, that come up in our on-air spots and uh, what we call imaging in between the songs is a product of your imagination. Uh, so uh, your love for movies, I think, mm-hmm, and storytelling mm-hmm. comes through in that and the creative way that you uh, do your job. So uh, thankful for that. Maybe I should say the way you do your jobs because you are involved <laughs> in several uh, ministries and organizations. So cheers to you for the way that you bless others <laughs> Thank you. Uh, in the way you give your time. Uh, Tom, when did you start at CU Radio again? Uh, I think 14 years ago. Okay. So you've served in several different capacities yeah. uh, with us over those years. And I'm thankful for you too, uh, for your heritage in the local recording industry mm-hmm. that's a fun fact with your mom and your connection to river city studios we've got our own little child actor among <laughs> us um thankful for your testimony too mm-hmm. uh you've had a, a a bit of a tough go in life and i'm thankful for what god has brought you through yeah. he is our deliverer thankful for how he's used that in your life as you reach out and minister uh, to other people you have a really soft heart And that comes out in the way that you uh, interact with your family 
with the way that you interact with our staff and our listeners too. So thank yeah. you for you. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Okay, well, I uh, basically get to say ditto, ditto, ditto. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. no, I'll, yeah. I'll give my spin on the ditto. I agree with everything uh, that's been said, but Tom, I just appreciate your unique perspective on life uh, mm-hmm. that has come, you know, through what you've been through, you know, like Dodd shared, but you've got a unique way of looking at life. You've got a quirky sense of humor, which I really <laughs> appreciate. You've got a childlike wonder that inspires me Mm. um you have a spiritual sensitivity and an empathy and um it just it it blesses me god knows when i need that and you speak in those moments so thank you thanks for your authenticity and living your story intentionally Mm -hmm. thank you um dodd like you said we've known each other a long time we (laughs) go back to college and uh i continue to see that servant leadership that's already been spoken of not only here at wcsg but i know uh you know in your church community among your family and the other ministries that you're involved in as well um and i'm like has been already said fascinated by your positive can do attitude, your technical gifting. And just on a personal note, like I've known you since college and it's encouraging to know a peer who has remained faithful mm-hmm. through the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the older you get, the more stories you hear of people from the past who yeah. fell away quietly or more dramatically, but it encourages me to see you staying engaged uh, faithfully over the long haul. So mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. for that. And Kathy, my sister, um, I do appreciate how you love people well. Um, you pursue, you're empathetic, you're vulnerable in your relationships. And uh, when you he- when you feel that, that hurt or feel, uh, when you feel that hurt or fear, you're willing to like explore those emotions, um, not you know try to shield yourself, but ultimately you do take them to God, uh, to a place of trust in Him, and that enables you to continue pursuing and loving people instead of shutting down or trying to protect mm-hmm. yourself. Um, so I just really appreciate that. You're also fun and funny, you're positive, <laughs> you're optimistic, and I, I need that in mm-hmm. my life every day, so thank you. Aww. Oh, yeah. that was healing. Isn't it? Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Let's do this more often. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially for you, all the insults you got from me I know. Oh, no. in our it's, childhood. Yeah, it's you're making my time. up for them. I'm just making kidding. up for it. That's healthy. The holidays have a way of bringing us back to our childhood, to reminisce about family gatherings, trips to see family, and so much more. Take a moment to recount what your childhood Thanksgivings were like. Tom, let's start with you. Well, you know, I'm going to say Thanksgiving, but I'm also going to say the whole holiday season. Mm. Um, Because when I was a kid, we'd go to my uh, dad's mom and dad's, my grandma and grandpa Nearing, and uh, it was just, it was a magical place. Uh, They lived in a really big house, Mm -hmm. and uh, I would get there um, because it was Christmas break. I'd get there uh, before anybody else, uh, before even my mom and dad would get there. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd kind of get the run of the house and I'd get to be there with my grandma and, and, and kind of, you know, stand by her side as she was getting things ready. And, and um, then, I can picture little Tom here. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And, and it was, Aww. it was just a blast. She'd let me have the run of the house too. Um, but then, you know, slowly family would start to trickle in and my aunts and uncles and, and all of the family would start to gather. The thing about it was everybody got along. It was, wow. it was amazing. There, there were, there were no tensions, <laughs> no, no grandstanding or anything like that, but uh, just just the Christmas cheer and the love of family and the conversation. There was always conversation. There was always appetizers all over the place. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh-huh. it, was, it, was just, it was just a really 
special time in my life. And, uh, you know, my grandparents are in heaven now. Um, mm-hmm. But I have such fond memories of, of being able to spend time with them during that season, especially. And uh, I just loved being able to, to be there, I think, before everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, and, and see yeah. everything just kind of come together. It was it was a really special time. It's cool. So I'll go next, and it'll be interesting to hear the difference. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that uh-huh. I, Kathy and I, <laughs> notes at a time. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. be like, no, you got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, wrong. I think probably, I don't know, my memories might come earlier mm-hmm. because I'm six years older right, than you. Right. And uh, I remember uh, when we lived in Pennsylvania, it was the late 70s to like the mid 80s mm-hmm. we lived there. And mm-hmm. um, like, so I was in middle school and high school. Uh, all our extended family on our mom's side would come to our house. They'd make the road trip to us. And it was a giant, you know, feast slash football slash game playing <laughs> slash Christmas shopping mm-hmm. extravaganza for that whole weekend. <laughs> that um, I remember our one uh, aunt and uncle uh, and their family who came from Connecticut, they'd always arrive stressed out about his speeding, <laughs> which he was probably doing because she was making them late. Right, um, that's so true. And uh, our cousins from Connecticut were like a little older and they were just kind of cool. Yeah. They just seemed cool. The cool cousins. They were. Yes, they, they were, were all the older than us. way too mm-hmm. cool cousins, but they'd hang out and play with us, which was wow. fun. And um, then we had another aunt and uncle uh, who struggled with infertility. And we kind of got to see them go through that. Like I remember as a little mm-hmm. kid seeing them go through that, mm. like, but with like trusting God through right. it. Right, we we prayed you know? for that yeah. for them for so long. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have a cousin, uh, you know, from them mm-hmm. that came along eventually. And uh, so anyway, so that's what I remember those those days in in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of food. Didn't they a make lot the, of food. the announcement about being pregnant with Rachel I, I at one of those Thanksgiving so. meals I think or so. dinners? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool memory. Prayers answered, huh? Yeah. Prayers answered. That's awesome. I know. She's amazing, too. Should I go next? You should. I'd like to hear your take. Okay. So most, like Steve said, most of our, a lot of our Thanksgivings were in Pennsylvania, but many of them later on were in Tennessee. That was Grammy's house. And uh, what I remember most is so much food, of course. (laughs) It was always about food. Grammy's vegetable medley, which we just like to say that because it's fun to say. Um, The men would pass out. The ladies would go for a walk um, right after the the Thanksgiving dinner, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, there's this thing called called ham cake oh yes okay. yes explain so, the ham cake. Okay. is this like scrapple no okay. uh oh goodness i hope not no, no 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 so ham cake i didn't really understand until i was an adult they were always talking about the ham ham cake and i was like i will never try that the adults I'm, would like fight over they it. would fight over it. i'm like that sounds gross what i found out later is it was called ham cake because it was made during the same time that the ham was in the oven like the cake was, was in the oven a regular old cake it was yeah. like an orange cake. it was an orange cake yeah but they would put it in the oven with the ham uh-huh. so they could c- cook at the same time. So it was called ham cake. I'm pretty sure <laughs> oh. to this day they called it that so the kids would be like hands off. Like the kids would not be interested. Oh, no. Make it sound gross. Make it sound right. gross. Exactly. I'm like, it's kind of on to something now. Um, but yeah, I remember ham cake. And um, I think I finally, as an adult, got a bite of it. And I was like, no, it's not all it was cracked up to be. Because I think I still had it in my mind that it was going to taste like ham. <laughs> was there a ham flavor to it at all not at all okay not at all but i think I, there might have been a little bit of that you know glaze that's on the ham oh, yeah maybe which one was on the top rack and into which one was, right yeah <laughs> right right absolutely <laughs> but the the uncles would all like fight over it and hide it and it was like a game and i was just i wanted no part of it but i was wow. like you guys have your ham cake that's fine i'm gonna go i was like is there chocolate no uh, no thanks. don't yeah. want it yeah <laughs> that's my memory <laughs> ham cake 
Well, Thanksgiving as a kid for me kind of all blurred together. You know, as I sat down to try to think of this, the most prominent memories, though, are when we gathered at my uh, Grandma Morris's house uh, together with family at Thanksgiving. Grandma was her church secretary and piano player. My granddad was the pastor. He passed away when he was about five years old. Mm. She was a very proper lady, uh, especially for those who knew her at church, you know, and, you know, at home, she liked to play games and kind of let her hair down or whatever, but she loved, loved, loved uh, to have family together. She loved to cook. I remember about Grandma Morris. She loved God. She loved his word. And she wanted nothing more than for her family to follow him. So our visits, they were uh, always, you know, those that would consist of great food, fun games, uh, singing hymns around the piano uh, in the living room, and mint jelly. Mm. That is one of the things that I really remember is the mint jelly. And to me, it's just funny how the smell and the taste of mint jelly, and it comes in a very small jar, just takes me right back to Thanksgiving and probably Christmas, you know, as the holidays sure. blend together. Mm-hmm. And you, you alternate whose house are you at uh-huh. during what holiday and, and all of that stuff. But, but uh, those holidays at Grandma Morris's house, and I think... As I reflect back on that, it's like, man, I hope that we have those kinds of memories for our kids and grandkids about uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and mint jelly. And (laughs) And if you don't, it's to me, I think probably doesn't it sound a little more appetizing than ham cake? I mean, just <laughs> Do you put mint jelly on ham cake? Would that be maybe? Too much? Oh, maybe yeah. that would. Uh, you tried and let me know. It's traditionally <laughs> a, a lamb thing. The, That's the what mint I thought. Jelly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and we would just put it on the buttered rolls. All right. And, yeah. Okay. Or just eat it by itself. Really? Spoonfuls of mint jelly. Oh wow. Okay. Well, peanuts are synonymous with the holidays because of their various specials. Uh, We're talking about cartoon characters, (laughs) by the way, like Charlie Brown, Linus, and Lucy. Well, (laughs) it's time to figure out which peanuts character we are. Each of us has taken a very uh, scientific (laughs) quiz, uh, and uh, now it's time to uh, reveal the results. What peanuts character did you get out of this quiz? Yeah, and some of the questions on this, I'm like, how are they arriving? Is right, it taking right. it to, it was right. like a 10 question uh-huh. uh, quiz. Are you going to work or play today? Uh, does responsibility come first or mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. that's the worst, mm-hmm. things like that? Or what, what would you say is your baseball position of choice? Right. So you go through, right. and I had no idea where this was going to end up, but sure. apparently I am Linus. Linus. So Aww. Linus, okay. wise beyond your years. True. Uh, you're a kind, good-natured philosopher of the people. Mm-hmm. You spend lots of time pondering life's greatest and nicest mysteries, but at heart, you're an eternal optimist who just wants to believe in the goodness of others and the existence of the great pumpkin, <laughs> which was interesting <laughs> uh-huh. because I had a little bit of a different take on the question that asked about the great pumpkin. But mm-hmm. apparently, apparently, I'm Linus. I can okay. see that. that okay. They nailed that. Yeah, that was I can, perfect. I can totally see that. Now I'm struggling because I feel like mine, if this is an accurate scientific quiz, oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a glorified think, horoscope. Yeah, scientific and quiz, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. All right, well then we got to hear yours. Okay. All right, so I'm Woodstock. Yeah, I'm the little, oh, the little yeah. bird. Okay, hey there. Sits yep. atop Snoopy's doghouse, okay? Um, I Okay. All I know about Woodstock, he didn't really talk, right? Right. Okay. Mm. So that's wrong. Anyway, but he chirped uh, a lot. He did chirp, kind of, <laughs> kind of sign language, yeah, type stuff. body yeah. language. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. So maybe that is me. All right. It says, 
you're one tough cookie, a born leader with a fierce passion and aptitude for sports, not true, and the great outdoors, <laughs> that is true. Most people have a hard time keeping up with you on the track and off, but while you're all about the big talk and the big game, those closest to you know that you're a secret romantic at heart. Okay. So there's some- So parts of it, elements. Parts. I mean, yeah. I do like the outdoors. I am not talented in the sports department though so <laughs> but if we walk by you in the hallway now and say chirp 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 you'll yeah, you go. Yep. Right, Woodstock right. Uh, okay well I'm Sally oh, hey, <laughs> hey yep. Sally yep that's that's interesting uh-huh. that's your new this is I don't what even remember says. which one Sally is that's you'll have Charlie's to sister okay, yeah. okay. Uh, uh, this is what it says about Sally pragmatic and endearingly persistent you possess a quizzical mind and a spunky sense of humor that's true you don't like to get riled up over nothing and you love kicking back and taking it easy that one definitely <laughs> nailed it exclamation point on that uh, why should you have to go to school or work anyway your big brain can think of much more fun things to do <laughs> okay this is actually of a lot more accurate than I <laughs> thought. So, yeah, all right. Well, I, I am Schroeder. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I wanted a, to be Schroeder. Yeah. I don't know why. He's but the piano guy, right? Yeah, the piano yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says, you stroll through life to the beat of your own music, preferably something inspired by Beethoven, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you love your friends immensely, you also have a deep appreciation for your alone time. After all, it's hard to appreciate the music of the day. When people keep prattling in your ear. Mm. Yeah. I do have a lot of prattling in my ear with, with three little kids at home. I'm going to say that right now. And I do I do appreciate that alone time. And I love my friends. So. All right. Some Schroeder. truth in that. Yeah. That's good. It's time for us to do something. It's time for us to do something. Thanksgiving is defined as the act of giving thanks, and because of the uh, giving aspect, we'd like to highlight a few organizations besides WCSG. We'll just put mm-hmm. that out there, mm-hmm. uh, different organizations that uh, you support. So it's time to maybe give a shout out to those organizations and share why we support them and to share what they do. Steve, why don't you go first? All right. Well, um, not exactly an organization, but also kind of. Uh, it's Lori Krieg. Mm -hmm. Uh, My Uh friend uh, who is a writer and a speaker, she provides resources to equip the church with gospel-centered approaches to marriage and sexuality. Um, It's just a conversation we really uh, need in the church right now, and she and her husband, Matt, are like courageously having that uh, conversation. Now, Matt is a licensed clinical therapist, um, and just together they have an amazing story. They do. Um, And uh, they often speak together. They've written a book together, uh, but Lori provides so many great resources. Sources, um, through her writing and her coaching. She does uh, like individualized coaching as well. And she speaks, um, you know, in churches and speaks to the issues in our culture that uh, so many of us <laughs> believers just haven't really known how to engage uh, with and have been kind of afraid to touch that with, with love and grace and truth, which is what she does. So um, you can learn more about uh, everything that Lori does at LoriKrieg.com. And I just uh, am privileged to, to know her and to work with them and to support them. So mm. that's what I would say. Cool. There's a couple different organizations that, um, in, in thinking about our support for them over the years, I think my connection to WCSG probably is what introduced us uh, to them. So I want to talk about Keys for Kids Ministries yes. and Compassion International. So we've had a great relationship with both of those organizations over the years. 
My first 20 years at WCSG was working with His Kids Radio. So as a part of that, got to work closely with Uncle Charlie mm-hmm. at Children's Bible Hour. Even did an internship uh, there when I was a student at Cornerstone. So that was an early beginning, but uh, great admiration for the ministry, where it came from, where it's heading uh, in the future. And they are now the home of what used to be His Kids Radio yeah. is now Keys for Kids Radio. So we love to support them through their uh, banquets and special events and different initiatives. And where they're headed now is really, it's that a global uh, perspective and outlook. So excited to uh, be able to support Keys for Kids Ministries. And then Compassion International, uh, another organization we've worked with over the years, uh, Orphan Outreach, but Compassion too with our child sponsorship drives. Mm-hmm. And uh, when our oldest son, Joe, was very young. That's when we sponsored our first child, Endale. And uh, we did that because he was about the same age as Joe. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, though, I always picture Endale as this little guy from Ethiopia <laughs> on our fridge and stuff. And this morning when I was thinking about it, I'm like, he's the same age as Joe. And yeah. just wow. the impact that compassion and in, in our ability to come alongside them and help support that was just really neat to see how um, they're impacting kids around the world. And uh, after Endale graduated from the Compassion Program. We uh, sponsored a little girl also from Ethiopia. Nardos is between the age of our youngest two kids, but mm-hmm. to see her grow up and and uh, just a great work there. So two great ministries, Compassion International and Keys for Kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a, a real heart for the Heartside District in, uh, in Grand Rapids. Um, uh, Division Street area. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of people fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some great organizations in that community that, that help those people, um, specifically uh, Guiding Light. Uh, I, I had an opportunity um, to uh, be in their discipleship program and rehab program a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I found myself homeless, um, and I, I didn't spend a night on the streets, um, but that's because I was able to go to their facility and, uh, you know, seek shelter um they feed the community or at least they used to um but they've got a wonderful program rehab and discipleship program there that uh, that really helps men uh get back up on their feet and and shares uh the message of the gospel mm-hmm. and uh, it was just an amazing time in my life i'm so grateful for the work that they do and uh you know there's there's just so many people who need the love of jesus so much mm-hmm. and you know I, I i i i'm a firm believer that whether you're you know in that place where you have no home and and you've lost everything or maybe you are working every day and you've got a family but you just feel empty mm-hmm. um to, to be able to take time out in your life uh, whether it's four weeks whether it's a couple months and be a part of something that is going to grow you in the Lord and, uh, and, and, and build you up. I think that's so important. So I, I really had a, a wonderful time there. It was a really special time in my life, and they, they do a lot of work with a lot of men to, uh, to not only get them up on their feet, uh, but also to share with them the love of Jesus and make disciples out of men. Praise it's pretty neat. That's so, what it's all yeah. about. You can find out more about them, by the way, at guidinglightworks.org. Um, and I'm going to talk about a charity that um, an organization that Steve and I, we kind of we got to know the founder. We had the opportunity to interview her, her several months back. Her name was uh, is Lisa Anderson, and she founded an organization called Grace's Table. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So Grace's Table, they empower teen moms. Uh, they empower and equip teen moms. Also support them, encourage them in their faith, uh, give them mentoring resources. But most of all, just provide community and yeah. just provide uh, gr- you know women around the table, sharing life together, doing life together. And I think that um, Lisa's why was really impactful to me. She was 17. She was pregnant and uh, she wanted to have her her child and she wanted support and she worked really hard to find support and um, to, to make a home for her and her son. And one thing that she she just kept going back to is I, I want to have a big family. I want to have a lot of kids and a, a big family around a big table. And so she went out looking for the perfect dining room table that would eventually <laughs> seat so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, it would overflow with people and stories. But it was just her and her her son at the time. And she went to a garage sale and there was the perfect table. She saw it there. It had had some wear and tear, but she said, that's it. She saw the, the price tag on it and said, oh, there's no way I can do that because what she had in her pocket was what she had and uh, she went to the seller and said would you take less and the seller just pretty much said well what's your what's your plans with it and she's she told her she said I just want to have a big family and have us all around the table sharing life and sharing stories and um, just spending time together and she said that's what it's been used for all these years Mm. and I want you to have it and so she lowered her price gave her uh, that 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 table at the price that was um, that Lisa could afford, and her name, the seller, her name was Grace. <laughs> and so years later, when Lisa started this ministry, she she thought, what 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 should I name it? And uh, she rem- remembered the grace that was given to her by Grace, and she pictured all these young women around her table, and so she called it Grace's table, mm-hmm. just picturing. Uh, a few women around the table, but it's turned into so much more than that. And now she's empowering and equipping uh, young women that normally wouldn't have that kind of support. Um, and I just think it's such an appropriate time of year, too, when we think about gathering around the Thanksgiving table and um, doing life with the people that we love and showing support and kindness. But um, her organization is really great. And you can learn more at gracestable.com. Awesome. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving to you. Absolutely. And God Happy bless you. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. For sure. And thank for you sure. for, uh, you know, listening to WCSG Backstage. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. I'm Tom. I'm Dodd. And this is WCSG Backstage. Backstage.